What's up, everybody, and welcome to What the Funcast, episode 79, Quarantine Edition, part 7? I don't know, 100? <laughs> I don't know, it's May 12th, it's been 84 years since we've seen the sunlight, the quarantine is still here. California just announced that quarantine is being announced or extended for another three months. Three, three months? That's what I, unless Twitter was lying, that's what they said. Lauren, did you hear California's extending the quarantine for three months? We can talk about that later, but yes, I agree. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a little bananas. California quarantine. Cal- uh... Maybe I'm lying. Maybe I read something wrong, but I'm pretty sure I saw it three months trending, and then I clicked into. Ahmed said like, he may have read fake news. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I promise Who I read it. Who is slamming on the horn? Hello, we hear you. I don't hear any horns. Anyways, you've reached another classy episode of What the Funcast, in case you weren't <laughs> aware of where you landed. Here we go. Um, LA County stay-at-home orders to last to July. LA County okay. stay-at-home order will, uh, with all certainty, be extended nearly three months. That comes from SF Gate. Nearly three months. It is May 12th. Okay. All of May, July all of June, and July. Away. That's nearly three months. All of July as well, not July 1st? No. Okay. Well, I mean, at least maybe halfway through July. I don't know. Anyways, it's Ahmed, a long time. Spreading propaganda, disgusting, fake, diseased. <laughs> Hate you. Anyways, this is what the fun cast. This is episode seventy nine. Can you believe it? we're almost on episode eighty? Soon it'll be episode one hundred. I'm Paul. Joining me is Ahmed. We are quarantined still. Uh, it has been, I don't know, a good deal of time. Probably upwards of two months and maybe a week. It's so, yeah, about yeah, two yeah, months and a week. We got, yeah, it's been two months and a week. Uh, we're still here bringing the hot tops to you. Uh, with all that being said, why don't we uh, why don't we jump into what you've been doing, Mr. Ahmed? Um, well, I DJed last Friday. That was exciting. Oh, did you? Did your neighbors enjoy it? <laughs> so about an hour into the set. So I started right around like 9.10, and my roommate texted me at 10.10. You didn't answer my question. I'm getting there. My roommate texted me at 10.10, but I didn't see it until around 11.15 when I finished. Um, And he's like, "Uh uh-oh, you better check your email. And I'm like, interesting how I just saw this an hour later. And my email was noise issues in my building um, from my landlord. And it was like, we have received several reports of someone playing very loud music and screaming out of the windows. (laughs) Like, first of all, I can attest you were definitely screaming out the window. I definitely was not screaming out the windows. And could you imagine screaming out the window? Like, it's like I dare you to scream out the window, and you're like, ah! I wasn't even screaming in the window. I wasn't screaming anywhere. I was talking lightly into my microphone, approximately really this volume, like barely even talking. So I don't know if there was another party going on that I wasn't aware of and not invited to. But I was just gonna say you weren't invited to, <laughs> right? So I don't know who was screaming out of the windows, but I definitely wasn't. I mean, yes, I was playing very loud music because I was trying to party too, you know. Um, and I definitely remember, like, feeling the floor, like, like someone's hitting the ceiling with a broom, but I was like, hmm, maybe that's just the bass. <laughs> I'll just turn the music up louder. Oh my god. Um, Cars so, making vibrating noise, turn the music louder. Yeah, literally. So, I mean, everything was fine, whatever, they were like, you know, make sure to, you know, respect your neighbors during this time or whatever, blah blah blah, and I'm like, sure. It was a Friday night, and I was done by 11.15, it wasn't that big of an issue, I feel like I've had... Worse outings when we're, you know, a bunch of people are in my apartment, you know, and we're screaming until midnight. 
So, anyways. <laughs> You're not wrong. So I felt very uh, annoyed by this message, considering I was done pretty early, and it was a Friday night, and... I don't know. I'm pretty sure, like 99% sure that no one in my building actually works in the medical profession and is like an essential worker that would need to go wake well, up because early the to go email, to hospital the email on Saturday. Said something about, the email said something about essential employees, right? It didn't just say, hey, we got some old people that are being like, hey, you're too noisy. There's it no was... old people in my building. Everyone's young. Oh, I thought you said one of your neighbors right underneath you was um, an older couple. No, no one's old. There's one oh, couple that like bought the apartment that they live in, which they're rich, but they're not old. Everyone's about, everyone's like uh, millennials. So and I thought, okay, I thought you said that there was, I, I don't know, maybe I'm hallucinating, which clearly that's the case. Okay. Clearly. Yeah. No, there's, I've never seen an, anyone over like the age of 35. Um, so anyway, so I felt particularly annoyed by this. So I wrote a fancy note back and a fancy note. A fancy you described note. that as fancy. It's on white ass paper. It's whatever. I wrote a it's note. It's not even cardstock. I, it's like printer paper. Cardstock? Where was I supposed to get cardstock? I don't, you're saying a fancy note, like it's on a greeting card. Go ahead. I printed it. It could have been on notebook paper and pen. <laughs> I printed it with my printer. <laughs> Post-it note. It's a step up. Anyways, and I was like, hey, uh, I was hosting a charity DJ stream, which was a stretch, but it's fine. A big stretch. <laughs> it was quite the stretch. I was like, hey, I was hosting a charity DJ stream, and I was hoping it wouldn't be a big deal to do this on a Friday night, but you know, I'll consider this next time if, if I ever play music to maybe lower it a little bit. But you're welcome to stream or watch the stream, and I sent... Or I typed up the Twitch TV link, twitch.tv oh slash what the funcast. Um, they haven't responded, so it's fine. They're not going to respond. I was really they... expecting there to be a note on my door being like, hey, we'll kill you. And I was like, all right. That here would we have go. been really cute and very petty, but I don't yeah. think they're going to do that. Yeah, no, it's fine. So, uh, anyways, next time I'm DJing, be sure to tune in. I'll just lower it on my That's end. Cute. Uh, but yeah. I mean,. Because, well, you've got the audio going straight through to Twitch, right? So it's not like... So, technically, the audio is going straight to Twitch, but also to my speakers. Like, I plug the controller into my speakers directly, so it's not mm. recording desktop audio. So if I turn down the mixer, it would turn it down on the stream as well. But I also mm. had the volume on Twitch lowered because it was clipping. So if I, you know, turn it back up and then lower on my end, it could kind of probably find a happy balance. I'll figure it out. But anyways. <laughs> or we can just get another noise complaint. Right? It's fine. Who's to say? Um, it went well, though. It was a pretty good set, I think. It was a lot of fun. It was a very good set. Pretty fun. Mainly because you actually played Hardstyle this time. <laughs> I played Hardstyle last time. I just only had like You played like ten. three and a half seconds of Hardstyle. Untrue, but go off. I have the recording <laughs> to prove it. Well, it's muted, but I have the recording to prove exactly, it. Exactly. It's muted. Every time it's muted, we can assume that was not Hardstyle. I can tell. The, the BPM of how hard I was pumping my fist whether or not uh, it was yes, hard of style course. <laughs> of course how could I how could I uh no it's fine I you up on that I recorded this part the second part the second stream um before twitch was able to mute it so it is preserved the second time Matt said mama ain't raised no fool this time literally maybe last time I mean it only took like five hours to download but it was fine really oh my gosh Twitch servers are very slow when it comes to downloading I guess they dedicate all of their uh their bandwidth to downloads. Anyways, besides DJing, uploads you mean? Uh, no, to streaming. Like they don't dedicate bandwidth to downloads. Yeah, you said they dedicate all their bandwidth to downloads. Anyways, that's fine. Yes, I know what you're saying. You meant uploads. It's fine. Um, besides that, I oh downloads of streaming. I got gotcha. you. Okay, we're good. <laughs> you still good said it now? wrong. I'm having a moment. Truly are. Um, 
I finished Hollywood on Netflix. It was fine. I wouldn't, like, I don't know, recommend it unless you just are really into that Hollywood time period. That's what kind of drew me in. Um, but it was, I mean, it was good, but it wasn't anything amazing. Um, mm-hmm. Ultimately forgettable, considering I <laughs> literally had to go in back in my history oh my on Netflix gosh. and I couldn't remember what it was. Um, and then I watched Extraction, which is the new uh, Chris Hemsworth movie written by um, Joe Russo, produced by both the Russo brothers. Um, oh, yeah. How was that? It was good. Again, some like it's, I don't know. It's worth a watch, but it's not like amazing. It's just a typical kind of action movie. Um, mm-hmm. The premise is he's like this extractor, like ex-military kind of person that goes in and like negotiates and brings back like hostages or whatever. I don't know. Um, it was fine. It was pretty good. I don't know. I think they're making a sequel, but I'm not entirely sure what already i don't know or something like there it was in the works the extraction cinematic universe it's a rumor i wouldn't say it's it's confirmed but yeah you're just all about spreading fake news today huh that's just what i do um and finally i started lock and key which has been on my list for a while and it's actually really good i'm into it um like yesterday i had all these grand plans to like play all these different games like play more control blah 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 and then when i sat down and watched one episode i was like "Hmm, what if i watch two more um, it's really good. It me That's in. it? You only watched three episodes total? Um, I'm on the fourth episode. Like, I watched one episode the other day, and then last night I watched three. Gotcha. But it's really good. And what's that? Is that on Netflix? or? Yeah, it's a Netflix original. Um, and it's about, like, this family that moves into this old, like, house that's in their lineage. And this kid starts finding all these, like, keys that have, oh, like, great. magical abilities. And I don't know. It's really cool. Oh. I was waiting for you to say it was haunted. No, was no, no, no. It's, it's. I mean, it's not horror. It's not horror any more than like Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets was horror. Gotcha. Okay. Um. So yeah, it's good. That's right up my alley of horror. Yeah. Perfect. Just the right amount. Just uh, the right amount. But yeah, besides that, I haven't really been doing anything besides you know, obviously Animal Crossing. I turned into a yeah. uh, turnip island today. I had the gates open, and people were coming and selling all their nips, and leaving tips. Oh, God. I'm a rich man. But, yeah, besides that. That's good. I did not, for the first time since this game came out, I did not buy turnips this week. Wow. I think that might be me next week. I'm officially, like, over it. I'm, like, over it. I have too much much money than I know, or more money than I know what to do with. It's not even about money. It's, like, I'm just tired. It's, like, oh, then I got to put them in rooms. (laughs) Because you put them on your island, and my island's not going to be a five-star island anymore. Oh, by the way, update. My island's now a five-star island. I really need um, to come visit. I haven't visited yours or Lauren's islands since, like, they became. They're the best. Yeah, so it's time. I have to it's come the visit. Best. Yeah, my, my island's pretty good. There's, like, a couple areas that are just infested with flowers, and they're more or less, like, literally infested with flowers. Yeah. And just kind of doing their thing, but that's okay. I have one cliff top that's literally just covered in flowers because... They wanted more flowers. I was like, all right, I'll give you more flowers. Oh, my God. I did the same. I planted, like, 80 flowers to get five stars. I'm like, okay, yes. I'm done. It was Please a lot. let me be done. Yeah. No, it's good. But, yeah, I've been. I've also been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. So, you did stream Control. Yes. Got all of two viewers on that stream. I didn't do a good job advertising it. Um, yeah, that's fine. I, I, I streamed as well and did not do a good job advertising as well. Because yeah. I also... So, I tried streaming for the first time through directly through PlayStation 4 because I was... So I had these grand plans to go and get the so Walking Dead Saints and Sinners came out and I was gonna buy it and then try it out on live stream for the first time because I've never played it whatever it looks really interesting it's gotten really good reviews whatever so I opened up um, 
I opened up my uh, PS4, turned on my PS4, and I'm like, oh, okay, let me try to do this. I'm like, let me just try out a game and see, and I was like having Lauren watch, and then I ended up playing Shooty Fruity, which is that like fruit game that you shoot and you scan items and whatever. It's like a whatever. It's a lot of fun. And I think you've played it one time when you came over, maybe. I yes, don't know. I have. But anyways, so it worked out well, I think. And a couple people watched. I don't know how many people. I, had, I didn't look at it. Because by the time I got to look at the stream, the stream had ended. Because I had ended it. And then I didn't go into enough depth to see if I could see how many people watched it or whatever. But it, like, advertised, I think, on my Twitter for me. Like, it automatically posted to Twitter. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so the intention was to, to buy and play The Walking Dead. And then I ended up not doing that and just playing Shooty Fruity. Wow. So. Pitiful. It is. It, it is. I know. I'm a terrible human being. Um, Honestly, VR is exhausting, though, so I don't blame you. I was sweating so bad after 23 minutes. I literally, and I'm like, it's only been 23 minutes. I am dead inside. Yeah, no, it's And I took the headset off, and I'm like, hmm, anyways, when everything is sweat, I love that. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot of fun for sure, but it is tiring as hell. So I don't know. We'll see if I buy The Walking Dead. Um, the... Early on impressions have been super good. It came out on Vive, or not Vive, um, Oculus Rift a while ago, and it's gotten really good reviews. Um, but it's like 40 bucks. I'm like, mm, don't want to pay $40 for a game. I don't know. I have plenty of stuff to play. So plenty of VR games to play as well. So, But I am like, but I could stab zombies in the head with broken glass bottles. So, you know, whatever. Could but, be I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, we'll I have see. A, I have a very large VR backlog, and every time I look at the headset, I'm like, ugh. But then my eyes are going to sweat. You got to take it down and then, yeah, it's just, yeah, put it on. Yes. <laughs> it's such a We're hassle. We're the worst people. It's like, it, it, it is it is a hassle. Well, so I got wired up when I was playing Shooty Fruity. I literally, the wire, like, curled around my leg at one point oh because I was moving so much. Anyways. I'm like, I'm going to literally take down my PlayStation. <laughs> so, but it all worked out. So, um, but yeah, we played Animal Crossing. We finished up Lego Masters, which was really good, very entertaining uh, for nerd folk like myself. Is it like uh, and Lauren, a, like a cooking a show is to cooking as Lego Masters yeah. is to... Okay. It's like they come in and they're, it's like, I don't know, uh, 10 teams and it's like 10 teams of two. And they're like, okay, today you need to build... Um, like they did one that was like a, a storybook. Like you needed to come up with like your own storybook uh, scene and you had to come up with like a story behind it and they needed to be able to pretty much tell what the story was based on the build. Um, and then you have a little story behind it as well. And then they did one where you had to make, they had to make a bridge and see whoever's could hold the most weight. That was super cool. Um, they did a Star Wars one. They had to recreate different Star Wars scenes. So each of them got to like, they did like a mini challenge where they had to build a droid. And then whoever made the best droid got first pick at which of the four scenes or whatever they could pick from. So it was like Kree and Hoth and um, Endor and I forget what the last one was. But it may have only been three teams, actually. But anyways, yeah. So like each of them, they have to each of the episodes they build. Whoever gets like the best build wins that round. Whoever has the there's like a bottom two, and then one of the teams leaves the bottom two. So it's uh, very entertaining for someone like me and and Lauren too, who enjoy building Legos to see what people can make based out of all these different bricks because they give them access to like any brick they can imagine, and there's all these bricks around uh, for them to go and grab. So it's super super cool. Where is this available? It was on Fox. Oh, okay. Was it Fox? No, wait, hold on. It's on Hulu. Oh, okay. But it's like a Fox yeah. show originally. Uh, yeah, I think it's on Fox normally. Yes, I think it is. But yeah, really cool. And if you can get through all the masked singer advertisements, then you'll be fine. Oh, I got Hulu with no ads, so. 
Oh, God. Anyways, we got the $0.99 cent a month version with plenty of ads. Well, have so, fun. Yeah, I, I remember reading, life. like, how bad the uh, ads on Hulu were, and I'm like, oh, $4 is worth it. It's like a minute every break or whatever, which isn't terrible. But it's so. like the normal breaks. Like, it's as if you're watching normal cable TV, essentially. Yeah, which I'm okay with. It's not that big of a deal. I haven't owned... So. I haven't had cable in so long. The sight of an ad... Mm, oh, I can't God. Do that. Stop. <laughs> you're ridiculous. I've never when seen you're rich, you're rich, I guess. Yeah, I got YouTube Premium. I don't see ads. I don't know what ads people oh, are talking God. about. I... I... I just need to make the jump and get YouTube Premium. I get so pissed off by youtube ads it's like when the ads are like in the middle of the video oh my god yeah and you see them and it's like i just want to skip to the middle and they're like mm, that's gonna cost you one ad please <laughs> i'm like oh, okay yeah i love that for me um but i also did buy a streaming card or a uh a capture card oh you actually bought my computer, it right? and it'll be here on friday so we'll be streaming animal crossing lauren will be able to show off her five star island like i promised you could She's like, if I get to five stars, can I be on What the Funcast? I'm like, yes, you can stream your island on What the Funcast. So, Very so she uh, will figure that out and figure out what we're gonna do. Obviously, I can't stream mine because Switch Lite says I hate fun. So <laughs> maybe I'll have Lauren come to my island and then give a tour of my island for me. But oh yeah, she could do that, huh? Yeah. That would work. So, but anyways, yeah. So that's uh, that's about what wraps up what we've been doing. So, um, yeah, I'm sure we'll be doing some streaming at some point here once we get the capture card and we'll be streaming normally as well maybe we'll even stream overwatch we'll see yeah see you would have to be the one to stream because i don't have the capture card now so i don't have to the justification for buying a 200 capture card that's fine so. i'll just i'll just set money on fire it's fine that's fine thank so. you we appreciate your sacrifice Oh, yeah, no problem. That's what I'm here for, sacrifice money. <laughs> All right, so let's jump into the hot tops. Uh, pretty light on news this week, but we'll jump right into it. Uh, we've only got one Disney and Entertainment uh, article for this week, and that is, well, I guess we could talk about the parks reopening in Shanghai, but I don't think that's really worth talking about. So, um, anyways, one news here comes. One news. <laughs> one news. <laughs> I'll have one, one news, please. One singular news. <laughs> Uh, so Hamilton is getting released a year early as a Disney Plus exclusive. Not over a year, comes, 15 months early. Yes, this one comes from The Verge, uh, who says Disney is bumping up the release of its recording of the hit stage musical Hamilton by over a year. Instead of the planned theatrical release set for October 15, 2021, it'll be out July 3rd, 2020 as a Disney Plus exclusive. It's a huge move on Disney's part. The company is effectively canceling its planned theatrical run for the Hamilton recording, which it reportedly paid a record-breaking $75 million for the worldwide rights to, to turn it into a streaming exclusive instead. Uh, so Lin-Manuel Miranda did tweet today on May 12th, yes, yeah, today, uh, and said, it's only a matter of time, our Hamilton film, this July 3rd, on Disney+. Plus. Hashtag Hamilfilm. I've never even seen that. Um, yeah, so this is pretty exciting. Uh, some interesting tidbits here. Obviously, we know that uh, Artemis Fowl is coming to Disney+, Plus on June 12th. That was also going to be a theatrical ad- adaptation. Um, well, sorry, a theatrical release. It is an, a theatrical ad- adaptation. Wow, adaptation already. <laughs> you good? I really struggled there. Um, it is a theatrical adaptation of the Artemis Fowl books, and it was going to go to movie theaters. is now coming straight to Disney Plus on June 12th. Uh, so that is another. Obviously, we knew about that one already, but uh, big move on Disney's part here. So obviously, they want to keep Disney uh, Plus subscribers interested. Uh, obviously, the um, some of the newer shows that have not wrapped up filming are probably going to be delayed. We've talked about that in the past. Um, and The Mandalorian, which is not set to premiere Season 2 until October, they apparently, 
people are saying that they think that they pulled in Hamilton to keep people kind of in the loop and staying subscribed and actively watching Disney Plus. So good move on Disney's part, I'd say. Uh, they did announce on the earnings call that they're going to evaluate each movie on a case-by-case basis, uh, whether or not they're going to bring it to streaming or not. So I do think that with Scoob coming out this Friday, we'll see, we'll get a better idea because Trolls was a one-off. Trolls was like this big splash coming straight to rental um, from the movie theater. Instead of a movie theater release, it's coming straight to um, video on demand. Scooby-Doo now doing the same thing. Obviously, the movie is called Scoob, um, but that's coming out on this Friday. It'll be very interesting to see how it does through the weekend. It'll be very interesting to see if it actually does as well as Trolls did because it's kind of the same audience. Trolls has a huge following, I guess. Um, Not that but, I know of, yeah, but be, apparently it does. Yeah, it'll... So it'll be interesting to see how that pans out. Um, bring this to Disney Plus exclusive. Be inter- very interesting to see if they do something similar with some of their larger theatrical releases, such as Mulan, Black Widow, um, oh Soul. Remember Soul? I don't think they'll take another hit on another Pixar movie. They already took a hit on Onward. So yeah, um, I but we shall see. wouldn't be shocked if Mulan ended up being a uh, a streaming release. Um, but I think yes. the rest of the slate is mostly okay. Considering, like, China is obviously opening up a little bit now, um, but I would imagine that America would hopefully soon to follow, like, before, you know, the major release, like, winter releases. So, I don't know. We'll see. Yes, but within reason and when it's the proper time to do so, obviously, is always the recommendation that scientists uh, provide. Yeah. And then, because Mulan is still scheduled for July, which I genuinely don't think will happen. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's going to happen either. Um, but we'll see. So I think Soul is safe where it is. Um, I think it's in November at this point. Raya is obviously safe. That's now in 2021. Jungle Cruise is safe in 2021. Um, the only other big release is Black Widow. Black Widow has the Eternal spot now, which is November, right? <laughs> April 24th, 2020. I don't think so, Google. Nice try, though. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's November. It's wild to think um, that, that movie. We should have seen that movie by now. Uh, Black Widow, November 6th. Yeah. So I think that one is probably safe. Yes, and Soul is November as well, right? Yes. Because that took Raya's Soul. slot. They said Soul? I know no, no Soul. <laughs> you got a Soul? Sure, it's like Soul Pixar. Soul movie. Yeah, Soul is... Oh, man. Get your stuff together. Google, November 20th. Yes, and I don't think... I I, I may have been... Uh, I may have missed this one, but this article about Hamilton did come from The Verge. From Chain Gartenberg. Perfect. So. Good to know. Um, yeah, I mean, I've never seen Hamilton, so maybe for once I'll actually watch it. Yes, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited because I've wanted to see what all the hype was about, so this would be pretty cool to see. Yeah, because I've... I also never listened to the soundtrack, but apparently, I don't know, a lot of, like, the fans, the buzz came from the soundtrack and just listening to the soundtrack, and then you'd go see it, and it's amazing, so, but I feel like listening to the soundtrack first might be a spoiler, I don't know, but I guess with yeah, Broadway, it's the titles of the songs and stuff like that, but yeah. Not even the uh, titles, I mean, like, the lyrics of the songs, <laughs> you hear Well, yeah, story. but even the titles of the songs would probably give away some part of it. Yeah, but I guess, I mean, it is based on truth, so it's not, like, necessarily, like, you, we know what happens in the end like yeah that's true so it's not i guess it's about the performance and the lyricism 
I don't know. It's fine. I was it's never... about the journey, Ahmed. It is. Not about the end result. It that was last week's message. And here we are again with the same message. It's about the journey. Anyways, moving on to gaming it's... because there's we're very light on news this week. Um, unless you wanted to talk briefly about Shanghai Disneyland. Shanghai Disneyland has reopened its gates. I mean, yeah, Shanghai um, Disneyland's back open again, which is good to see. Uh, they are enforcing temperature checks and social distancing and mask wearing and all that good, all the stuff that's being advised by the CDC. Yep, they're like um, filling every other row on Pirates and other rides, um, filling every other seat on roller coasters like Tron, but they'll keep families together, families together on the Rapids rides, all, all that kind of fun stuff. Yeah, so I, I know that uh, from the impressions that I read of people that are there, the employees are very appreciative that they're there. Um, obviously, I'm sure the employees are very appreciative to have a job again. Um, yeah. But, you know, I don't know. It's just it's just very weird and dystopian feeling. Uh, I don't know. I just I don't like it. But. It is weird, but it, it's interesting to see what might happen here as the parks start to reopen. Um I'm assuming that they're gonna they're not gonna like reinvent the wheel. They're probably gonna use the existing protocols there. I would know. imagine that they would, yes. But there's only one way to find out, and that is to wait and see what Disney decides to do. So we will see. Yes. But let's move into more positive news. And in the hot tops of the gaming world, yes. kind of out of left field. Literally Tony out Hawk's of left field. Pro Skater one and two are getting a remaster, which will be released on PlayStation 4, Windows, and Xbox One. On September 4th. Was this even, like, rumored at all before this? Like, did anyone have no. any slight idea that this was happening? No. There was something. I saw something about, like, a text message being shared where it was like, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 are being remastered. Uh, keep an eye out online to find out or something like that. I was like, huh? Hello? Yeah, so, but that was this I morning. Like, that. it wasn't even before. Like a, Oh, yeah, that week. was this morning. Yeah. yeah. So this was one of the Jeff Keighley announcements, right? Was it? Like, one of the Summer Game Fest announcements? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there was something that popped up on Summer Game Fest, like, tune in today for a world premiere of a new game or a game reveal or something like that. It was this. I'm going to tell you, I so, subscribed to those emails, and I'm subscribed to the calendar, and ain't nothing alerted me about anything, so really? I have no idea. Let me see. Um, yeah, I have no idea where this kind of originated from, but um, I pulled up an article here from Polygon. So, basically, as Paul's mentioned, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 will be released on PlayStation 4, Windows, and Xbox One on September 4th. Vicarious Visions, which remastered the first three Crash uh, Bandicoot games in 2017, um, is now developing the new Tony Hawk collection. So, the remastered collection will include um, all the original levels, Pro Skaters, and tricks from the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 games, as well as tricks from later games like the Reaver... Uh, revert, revert. Sorry, um, lip tricks and wall plant. Uh, Pro Skater One and Two will feature a large majority of the original soundtrack. Um, only a small handful of songs didn't make it in. Vicarious Vision said. Um, local split screen online multiplayer modes are also back in, and the Create a Park mode is back, and it's kind of revamped. It offers you um, a little bit of a more robust editor. The developer says, and players will be able to share their parks online. Um, and I actually didn't know this, but. Vicarious Visions has a few former Neversoft employees. Neversoft is obviously the developer of the original games. Um, so many of them have worked on the franchise in the past and remember and know what it feels like. Um, so they were able to like dig into the old code base and uh, pull the like handling code out of there and bring it into their new engine and update it. Um, so it feels pretty much exactly the way that it used to, uh, just with modern animations. Um, so that's really that's exciting. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That is very cool. It looks super good. Um, I will take the less popular opinion and say that I think that while it looks good and everything I don't know if it's going to be as fun as the original just because of how it's aged we'll see 
see what happens. But that's my that's my opinion right off the bat. Um, Honestly, that's kind of my opinion about Crash Team Racing. I loved Crash Team Racing as a kid, yes. but playing the new version, the mechanics, like using the same mechanics, just don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm just playing a lot of Mario Kart, and so Crash feels weird to me. Um, but who knows? Maybe this. Maybe they they've refined it and made it like not absurd because obviously the physics in the original games were a little absurd um so we'll see how that works with modern animation they really were you like soared across the sky like in some cases so yeah um but this is the first major summer game fest announcement um that jeff Keeley did and here's some trivia what's tony hawk's full name anthony hawk anthony frank hawk oh i didn't know that <laughs> good to know thanks I don't, I don't know why anybody would know that but he is 52 years old Anthony Frank Hawk. They announced this, and he said, oh, give me that money. He, oh, happy birthday to him. Today's his birthday, anyways. Oh, is that why they announced it? Anyways, happy birthday, Tony Hawk. From, know. A, from uh, you and yours at What the Fun Cast. Yep. These little balloons popped up when I went to his profile. Oh, that's cute. Um, the, uh, the songs from the original soundtrack is pretty cool. Yes. So I can see why they couldn't get a few of them, but... Either way, uh, pretty cool stuff that they were able to get the majority of them. It sounds like yeah, those kind of those soundtracks from those games, like Crazy Taxi. That one song that you always start out with in Crazy Taxi is always stuck in my head. It's like yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how it goes, but <laughs> that's Just how it like starts. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, the standard edition is Could only thirty nine ninety nine, which is actually kind of surprising. Um, I figured it would twenty be bucks like, a game. That's not surprising. I mean, I guess it's not surprising when you think about the fact that Crash and Spyro both released at that price point, but I don't know why I imagined it would be a $60 release. Um, but the collector's edition is $99.99, which, do you have that up? Do you know what the collector's edition includes? Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. Does it it's, include a skateboard? Uh, it does include a skateboard, so it includes Wait, Tony literally? Hawk's Pro Skater. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I was joking. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 full game, digital deluxe edition content, which I wonder what that is. Limited edition full-size birdhouse skateboard deck. Interesting. It doesn't include the wheels, I'm assuming? No, just the deck. That's fine. That's cool. It's available for pre-order at GameStop.com. And everywhere else, I think. Not just GameStop. I thought for... I I saw a notification earlier that it was up for pre-order at GameStop. That's why I went to GameStop. But I'm not sure. It probably is everywhere else. Yeah, I saw it up on Best Buy and Amazon and Walmart and a lot of fun stuff. So... So, September yeah, 4th. this is pretty cool. I, I definitely give it a whirl. I'm sure it'll be... Um, well, it comes out in September. I'm sure this will be a $25 Black Friday game, if there's even a Black Friday. So I guess it's worth noting that this isn't the first time these games have been remastered, because they remastered um, them in, like, 2013 for PS3 and Xbox 360. Just the first one, I think, right? Remastered them or re-released them? Remastered. It was like Tony Hawk Pro Skater Remastered. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Remastered. 2013. Search that specifically because you'll just get articles from now. Yes, you're right. Um, Sorry, it was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater HD, not remastered. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Uh, But I don't remember that one doing too well, so hopefully this one's a little... That one, I think, was digital only, and it just kind of dropped. Remember Tony Hawk's Pro Pro Skater 5 and how bad of a game that was? Remember Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Underground? I was trying to, like capitalize on need for speed underground (laughs) i thoroughly enjoyed that game i don't think i ever played that one but i remember vividly that you can like ride in shopping carts and i was like why would you want to do that tony hawk's pro skater 5 review why not pop shove it in the garbage from ign (laughs) wow three and a half how bad could it have been 
awful. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5's rare moments of nostalgic joy are drowned out by its abundance of faults. Damn. Damn. When did that one come out? Uh, 2018. Oh, wow. No, that 20, recently? No, 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 no. 2015. Oh. I was like, what? It I've was, never even it heard of this. It was updated in 2018. Why was it updated? Who knows? Um, I was updated anyways. Whatever. Do we want to go through these other little bits of news before we jump into the Inside Xbox? Yeah, so I'll, let me take these other ones because I did not watch the Inside Xbox, so you can educate me on those. Perfect. Let's go. Um, all right, so PlayStation Studios was announced today, uh, and this one also comes from The Verge, who reports that Sony announces new PlayStation Studios branding for its first-party PS5 games. Uh, this one also comes from Chem Chaim Gartenberg. I'll be able to say this person's name soon <laughs> enough. Uh, set to roll out alongside the PS5 this fall. Uh, Sony's announced a new uh, PlayStation Studios brand that'll be it'll be using for its first-party exclusives going forward as a way to let customers know that a game comes from one of Sony's in-house development teams. Sony's various studios already exi- uh, technically exist under the Sony Interactive Entertainment... Oh, my God. Sony Interactive Entertainment Worldwide Studios Organization. Hello? Um, but the new branding is simpler and more focused on the PlayStation brand. It can also help Sony easily highlight exclusive games for customers who may not know that Sony owns... Here we go again. Polyphony Digital, Gran Turismo, Naughty Dog, Uncharted The Last of Us, Insomniac Games, Spider-Man, Santa Monica Studios, God of War, Media Molecule, Dreams, um, or Sucker Punch, Infamous, and Ghost of Tsushima. The new branding also gives Sony an easy way to differentiate its first-party exclusive from Microsoft, which have their own overarching Xbox Game Studios branding and logo to highlight first-party titles on Xbox consoles. If you look at both both, uh, logos here, they're pretty similar yeah so. it's like they saw that and they're like "Ooh, good idea let's do the exact same thing just with our logo and our color yeah so whatever i think this is a good idea though because there's a lot of times where like if you were to look at marvel spider-man and you're like oh insomniac oh, okay that's nice but i'm sure it's on xbox too but when you see that like exclusive logo for playstation studios i think that'll help because a lot of people don't know that insomniac and santa monica and all these other developers are exclusive to sony yeah it's easy to forget i almost for a second i was like oh i just thought naughty dog had an agreement with playstation i should have known better yeah no they they bought them uh some time ago which is which is interesting so um moving into some more very playstation centric uh set of news here the next playstation state of play will be exclusively focused on ghost of tsushima uh and this one came straight from the playstation blog themselves uh there's another state of play scheduled for thursday may 14th at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Twitch and YouTube, which will have approximately 18 minutes of Ghost Tsushima gameplay footage, um, which will show exploration, combat, and more. So, uh, and they they nipped this right away. Just to be clear, there won't be any PS5 news or updates in this episode. Just a big, beautiful look at Sucker Punch's PS4 open world epic. And the reason they said that is because Microsoft didn't properly set their expectations for their inside Xbox. Honestly, we'll get to that in just a minute. I didn't have my expectations set at all, and I was fine. So I think they're right, and that if they just didn't say whatever they said, I mean, we'll get into it. But like, yeah, I wasn't disappointed. I thought it was fine. Anyways, yeah. So last piece of of news here before Med jumps into the Xbox blowout here. Iron Man VR is announced for July third. Uh, so this has finally got a release date. This was delayed indefinitely uh, in early April due to the COVID nineteen pandemic. This one comes from Engadget. Chris Holt over at Engadget. Um, and so SIE, uh, this one came straight from the PlayStation Twitter account. 
SIE update. We are pleased to announce that Marvel's Iron Man VR release in July, on July 3rd. Please look forward to more news in the coming weeks. So this is pretty cool. So this will be, it'll be Last of Us Part 2 in June, June 19th. This coming out July 3rd, and Ghost of Tsushima coming out July 17th, I believe is what I just said. So, um, yeah. I mean, I'm good never playing this game, because I got very sick at it during Comic-Con when I tried it out. I was just going to say, so, like, you're, like, really excited for it, but <laughs> you literally almost, like, faint playing it. No, I'm, like, very excited for Last of Us Part 2 is really what I'm excited for. Okay. And the fact that it's, like, a month and seven days away. So. Oh, my God, it is a month and seven days away. Ugh, anyways, okay. Finally, so just got to avoid spoilers for just another, you know, 37 days. Ugh, maybe I'll finish Control by then. All right. <laughs> Anyways. The game is... Um, there was one other article. I'll look for it while you go through the PlayStation news, or the Xbox news. But there was another thing that, like, claimed to leak that PS5 is launching in October. So I will look that up while you go through some of this news here. Does it have a specific date yet? Now that I think... No. Armor. Okay. No, so well, I mean I could just look it up now. I already have it up, but um, October seems so early. This, say it again. October seems early. Yeah, so IGN IGN uh, reported this. Uh, so apparently there's a job listing that said uh, that it was going to come out in October 2020. Um, huh. A listing on the next jobs website for a role in SIE materials department says that the successful applicant will work. Quote, with the design department and the quality assurance department to create the PlayStation 5 scheduled to be released in October 2020. Interesting. Huh. So. Have we ever seen an October console release? I feel like it's always uh, November. We didn't see a March console release until the Switch, so. I guess anything's possible. I think it was, uh, I think it was March. That sounds about right. It was like a random yeah. time. And I was like, oh, okay. March 2017, yeah. So, no. So, to give you some perspective, Wii U came out November 18, 2012. PlayStation 4, November 15, 2013. Xbox One, November 22, 2013. So, typically November. Now, seeing if they release the PS5 in October to undercut Xbox, who will probably come out in November. Maybe. It's possible. Yeah, I don't yeah. think... When was the last time that both PlayStation and Xbox released in the same year? Um, These are a lot of trivia questions that I'm lobbing cycle. at you. What no, that's the last cycle. PS4, November 15, 2013. Xbox One, November 22, 2013. Really? Anyways, yeah. I guess I just didn't pay attention because I wasn't an Xbox fan. a week fan. apart from each other, which it's is fine. wild. I mean, yeah, I think that cycle, I didn't... I don't think I bought a PS4 at launch. Maybe I did. I don't remember. No, you didn't. <laughs> well, okay, drag me. <laughs> no, I, no, because neither did I. And neither one of us bought it. And then I don't. I think you had a Wii U... And then I bought an Xbox One at launch. Um, I think I was hesitant because I, I had just bought a PS3, like a used PS3, like a year with a year left in its life cycle. And you're like, I need to play Red Dead Redemption 1. Well, no. I was like, I need to play all these games that I own on PS3 that I won't be able to play on PS4 because it has no backwards compatibility. And that was what was holding me back. Don't worry. PS5 will have it. I will definitely probably buy PS5 at launch. I don't know about Xbox Series X, but we'll see. Speaking of Xbox Series X, um, our last kind of xbox news or a last piece of news for the week but it's a long one because it's covering the entirety of the xbox 2020 event which happened last thursday so again um inside xbox is now called uh xbox 2020 for the rest of the year of 2020 um they'll happen monthly and they'll have different updates whatever um so to start off aaron greenberg the general manager of games marketing has the xbox series x 
fridge, like the photoshopped image of it as a fridge as his Zoom background while he was presenting. So I thought that was pretty funny to note out. Um, so they obviously are aware of the memes of how the Xbox Series X looks like a fridge. XSX, I don't know how to call it, some like abbreviate it. Xbox Series X is such a mouthful. Anyways, so they went through uh, gameplay. They Obviously, this whole thing was talking about gameplay reveals, and the controversy was that you know they cocked up, oh, you're going to see a lot of gameplay, like first look, and then immediately in the first trailer, which was a trailer for a game called Bright Memory Infinite, um, or yeah, Bright Memory Infinite, we actually saw this one at E3 2013, uh, 2019, or um, was announced then. But the the trailer came up and it says footage rendered uh, like to the expectation of the performance of Xbox Series X. So it wasn't direct gameplay footage. So everyone's like, hmm, interesting. And then every other trailer subsequently or every other like piece of footage didn't actually show gameplay. They were all like trailers, specifically the uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla trailer, which was the last thing. Um, it looks pretty and it looks great. And I'm sure that maybe it was rendered, but it wasn't gameplay. Um, so there was so the problem there was Assassin's Creed was super hyped up where it was like with new footage from Assassin's Creed and everybody was like, oh, okay, Assassin's Creed Valhalla looks really good. Can't wait to see some footage. And then it was like barely new footage. It was like a cinematic yeah. cutscene, which is, I mean, I don't know. It's fine. I didn't go into it kind of thinking, well, like, I guess I knew because we had talked about it last week that it was going to be gameplay. Um, but I wasn't like too, too disappointed. But yeah, when you're you're looking for gameplay and then all you're presented with are like the really glossy cinematic visuals, then you're like, hmm, this yeah. feels like a scam. But they just show off a, a couple of cool things and you're kind of starting to see the fruits of the labor of Microsoft having gobbled up all these individual game studios. Finally. Um, well, I guess, well, none of this is really first pers- first party, but um, I don't know, still looks exciting. So Bright Memory Infinite um, from developers, or from studio FYQD, it looks pretty pretty. Um, it's an all new lightning fast fusion of FPS and action genres created by FYQD Studio. Um, combines a wide variety of skills and abilities to unleash dazzling combo attacks. I don't know. It looks pretty interesting. It was like kind of like a, a post-apocalyptic Japan or something, it seemed like. Um, that description was from Steam. And then they showed off Dirt 5 from Codemasters. Uh, Nolan North had a little feature there. Nolan North and Troy Baker will be voicing the career mode. Obviously, we know them from Uncharted and The Last of Us and a ton of other games. Um, Scorn from Ebb Software looks really haunted. I don't know. It was like... A video of like a corpse and it was like oozing liquids it was not right um it's an atmospheric first person horror adventure currently in development um chorves from deep silver i don't even know if that's how you're supposed to pronounce it but it was spelled c-h-o-r-v-s um it's a single player space combat shooter uh, the project follows heroine nara a talented pilot and the forsaken uh, her sentient starfighter as they hunt down a uh, the agents of a cult that created them, gameplay looks reminiscent of other third-party space shooters like Star Fox. That one comes from that description comes from Game Informer, and then they showed Madden 21, whatever. Um, and then this one's kind of weird. Um, Vampire: The Masquerade Bloodlines 2. I want to say that we had talked about this. In this the past. has been announced. Yeah, this has been announced. Okay. So yeah, we talked about this. This is past. nothing a, new, and, and this is multi-platform as well, I believe. Yes. It's so a now, sequel to just a to dial back a little bit. This 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 Xbox 2020 was going to be focused on third parties. They did make that very clear. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, so we'll keep going. We can yeah. Talk I, was, I was talking about first parties, like the fruits of their labor. I misspoke. My bad. Um. So yeah, it's a sequel to the 2004 RPG. And someone on Twitter said, I can't wait to play the Vampire Joker. So there's that. I hate that. <laughs> um, Call of the Sea from Out of the Blue. This one actually looks pretty cool. Um, it's an otherworldly first-person adventure game set in the 1930s South Pacific. 
explore a lush island paradise and puzzle out the secrets for the lost or, uh, of the lost civilization in the hunt for your husband's missing expedition. Um, that's from their from the developer's website. Um, the Ascent from Neon Giant slash Curve Digital. That's a cyber thump, a cyberpunk, cyberpunk, <laughs> cyberpunk, <laughs> cyberpunk themed isometric shooter. Um, that description comes from Game Informer. Uh, nothing else truly add there. It looks kind of interesting, I guess. Um, the Medium from developer Bloober, uh, which are developers behind <laughs> Blair Witch and Layers of Fear. Uh, so the Medium is obviously going to be a horror game. Uh, it's a story about duality and death. It follows Marianne, a medium who exists in the physical and spiritual worlds as she investigates a vision that won't leave her alone, the murder of a child at a resort. The hotel complex has since been abandoned, but Marianne travels there anyway and uncovers the terrible tragedies of its past. Uh, that description comes from Engadget. Uh, Scarlet Nexus from Bandai Namco. Uh, um, I don't know what this is, but there was some kind of like flower bouquet looking monsters with hooves. <laughs> not even joking. It's, it's some anime stuff. I don't know what it is. Um, I won't even go into the to the you know developer description, but basically um, from the developers or from Bandai, they say Scarlet Nexus aims to change the way gamers view Japanese RPGs with powerful futuristic aesthetic as well as a streamlined combat system that balances fast-paced action and strategic planning, um, says Steven Akana, senior brand manager for Bandai Namco. Of course. Of course. <laughs> um, second extinction, this one comes from Systemic Reaction, um, running with the high concept at its core. Uh, second extinction is a fast-paced co-op shooter elevated by playing with your friends, although we'd love to see some solo mission runs. I totally forgot where I got this quote from. I'm like reading it, and this person's like narrating. Apologies that I didn't credit this properly. Um, I didn't. I didn't put the source here, but it's a co-op shooter. It looked interesting. I think I don't remember. <laughs> it this I, I did see uh, some footage for this, and this was like a Turok meets Left for Dead. And yeah. this actually looks pretty interesting. Yeah, you kind of you pick it from a roster of four survivors and, and kind of group up, and um, so like you can you know run solo missions or you can group up with friends and do different missions. Kind of similar, I guess, to how the division kind of worked. Like you could do missions alone or you could do missions with other people. Um, so similar kind of yeah. setup. It's it sounds cool. It looked pretty. Um, I love this one quote or one part of this right up here. Humanity has licked its wounds and now returns to find out more about this unbelievable enemy. <laughs> licked its this wounds. This is where the extension war begins. Extinction, not extension. Is this extension? Is this a sequel to First Extinction? Was that even a thing? No. <laughs> Who knows? Anyways. The so, first extinction of the dinosaurs, Boo Boo the Fool. Oh, you're right. I get it now. Okay. <laughs> ah, yes, I love one dinosaur. I wasn't thinking. Um, and then... Well, not last but not least, second to last, uh, Yakuza, The Last Dragon from Sega. The next chapter in RGG Studios' long-running Yakuza franchise is coming to Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and PC. Um, so this is kind of an exclusive. Um, Yakuza Like a Dragon, better known as Yakuza 7, de- debuted on PS... Debuted? Debuted on PS4 <laughs> in Japan last January. Um, today, Microsoft revealed that the game will be a Series X launch title this year and will support smart delivery, which means that anyone that buys the game on Xbox One can upgrade to the Series X version for free. Um, and the adventure will also have cross-save functionality, so you can seamlessly transition between Xbox One and Series X without losing your progress. Uh, that comes from Engadget. And then, obviously, the last but not least, they wrapped up with Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which just showed kind of cinematic, you know, it's in Scandinavia. That's, I don't know, it looks interesting, I guess. It does look interesting. So, it's funny because I was looking at, um, 
I guess so they ported over Assassin's Creed Black Flag and Assassin's Creed Rogue to Switch. And it's been on sale like constantly, but I was looking at these uh, port videos. Apparently the port is like really good. It's a really good port. I don't know if you've played Assassin's Creed Black Flag, but actually that's like one of them that I actually almost beat. And I think it's the only one that I've almost beat. And it's really good. It's the pirate one. Yeah. And then Assassin's Creed Rogue was, yeah, Assassin's Creed Rogue was the Xbox 360 PS3 exclusive one. Even that was like when Xbox One was out. So no one really played it. And then they ported it over to Xbox One and PS4. But it's, uh, I don't know, these Assassin's Creed games, like, I had Origins, I played a little bit of Origins, I, we have Odyssey from when we tried out the Stadia demo, pretty much, um, the Stadia beta, yeah. and I haven't played it at all, so. Yeah, I don't Honestly. know, the, like, I really liked the original, like, trilogy, or the original, the first two, really, um, just because I liked the atmosphere, and I liked that it was focused on stealth, and then they kind of got into, like, action games, and now they're like RPGs, and I'm like, this is too much. Like, I just want to like yeah. be an actual assassin. These are like hand-to-hand melee like button mashers. On well, not button mashers. I guess the RPGs like kind of resolve that a little bit, but it's still it doesn't feel as like strategic. Like, it still just feels like an action game as opposed to like I don't know the original intent of the games. So yeah, I gotta dig into my backlog and find like a good single player game that I want to sink my teeth into. Cause like ever since I finished up Jedi Fallen Order, I'm like, mm, I could really go for like a single player game with a good story and just power through it. Play Control, and then I'm I like Control, but I don't own Control yet, so that wouldn't qualify. You could so, own Control. <laughs> I, I could own Control. So and then I'm like, you know, or I could play Animal Crossing. So. <laughs> Which I now have a five star island, so what's what's really the point? I still need a mahi mahi. It's the only fish I don't have. I still need to do my fishing. I so yes, uh, not yesterday, two days ago. I don't know. I was like late night playing Overwatch. I was like one in the morning, and like waiting for games takes like ten minutes to fifteen minutes at that hour. So every time I'm waiting for a game, instead of like doing anything productive, I went and I started like digging clams. And I collected over a hundred fish food at this point, so that I can finally catch a stupid koala cans, which is raining on my island today. I'm gonna to catch it tonight. And Lauren caught two yesterday. Two, anyways. I haven't caught one. I'm gonna catch that. I'm gonna catch the golden trout, and I need to catch like the mahi mahi and all the other. The golden fish. trout is such a pain in the ass, and that leaves I think this month, right? Does it? I think the golden trout. No, leaves. it just got here. What are you no, talking about? No, the golden about? trout's been here. Really? Anyways, I've never caught it, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, I've caught all all the river and pond fish except for the golden trout, and then just the remaining. Golden seagulls. trout leaves in uh, June. After May, it's gone. Ugh. Anyways, all right. So I have a hundred fish food. I'm gonna catch that bitch. And if I don't, mahi mahi's made October. Uh, what was the other one you were missing? Um, Coelacanth and uh, horse mackerel. The giant trevally or whatever trevally. Oh, coelacanth all year. Yeah. Oh, the giant trevally just came too, so that's fine. Yeah. I caught him, but I didn't catch, catch the Mahi Mahi. Keech? Keech. Yeah, so I guess once... No, there's still... There's freaking still fish that we're going to have to wait till like, November to get. Yeah, but that, at that point, like, we don't have to play every day. Like, you'll just play when there's events, or you'll just play when there's something to do. Like, I'm definitely at the point where there's... There's no need for me to dig up fossils, because I already have all the fossils. Most of our friends already have all I've the fossils, I've been digging too. them up, and I'm like... I gotta make sure everybody's got them, and I gotta see what everybody needs. And but yeah, like there's that out. ooh, we start getting sharks in June. That'll be exciting. A saw shark, um, a whale shark. 
And I guess it's still worth it to at least log in once a day just to check if like red is there to buy art, but there's no reason to do like your daily tasks. Like I've stopped hitting my rocks. Hold on. My next thing now is where I get all the KK Slider songs. Oh, yeah, I've been doing that. I've been doing that since day one. I've already hit like May- over Well, no, there. so have I. But maybe, okay, so maybe you can help me and I, we can buy them for each other because I've got 33 out of 95. Anyways, I'm, I have like 40 something, I think. 47? I don't know. I have a bunch. Because okay, I've been making you're like sure to buy like 10 ahead of me, acting like you're that much farther. Yeah, but I have Anyways, I have 40. <laughs> I have more. But, um, yeah, no, when he's on your island, you got to request the songs from him to get them. Like, songs that you don't have. I'll admit, I haven't been doing that. Come on, So man. Wake up. I know, I'm slacking. There's some that you can only get by request from him. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. Animal City is one of them. I just got that one last week. Last Saturday. Anyways, I'm just never going to have that. I'm it never should gonna be have golden tools. It should be in your app, in your like New Horizons app. It should show uh, you which song, like how to obtain them. It doesn't mind. I'm assuming really? yours does as well. Um, Tell you, you got to get my app. It's way better. Would you shut up? <laughs> I know it's going to be annoying to re import It's so much stuff, better. But it is. It's laid out so much nicer. As the I'm going to sort it by the mood. I'm going to look for. Built in. A little sad. I love that. KK Dirge. KK Dirge is the horror one. That's what I have playing in my basement. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. (laughs) What if these cover arts are so funny? You should look up the KK Dirge cover art. I I have it. A pumpkin sneaking (laughs) through the door. I know. He said hello. Oh my god. Anyways. Anyways. What a mess. All right. I think that is it for episode 79. What the fun cast? We've somehow still managed to make this one almost an hour despite having approximately four. I know. We're like, we're not we're not going to do anything. Ahmed's like, we'll be done by 8.03, right? I'm like, mm, I hope so. We and are. It's <laughs> We're great. There you go. It's eating time. I'm starving. Ooh, it is eating time. I got some uh, tortellini marinara with steak strips. Ooh, I'm so excited. Mm. He said, woof. <laughs> I am. All right. Anyways, this has been What the Fun Cast. We're out of here. Uh, we'll talk to you all next week for episode 80. Maybe Ooh. we'll talk sooner than that on a stream. Maybe Friday night if I'm that good and can get the card installed and figure it out all in you know, an hour's notice. I have faith in you. I have faith in me too, actually. <laughs> how hard can it be? There's literally an in and out port on the card. This so. is a dollar store. How hard can it be? Anyways, that's a deep cut Vine reference. All right. <laughs> this has been episode 79 of What the Fun Cast. This is Paul and Ahmed signing off. Peace.